I'm Mark Friend. And I'm Stefan Supergirl. And welcome to Mostly Playing, a podcast about video games and stuff. Desperately trying to find inspiration. <laughs> That's the title of my autobiography. Any, anything at all. Any any kind of reaction ever from anywhere would be good. <laughs> what is it like to feel, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I'm dead inside. I don't have emotions like normal boys and girls do. This is true. This is true. Right, video games. Video games. Video games. Board video games. games television. Stuff. stuff. All the things. Everything. Cool things. Great. So what have you been up to then, Steph? What have we doing? Uh, oh, God. Uh, I have been... Uh, so this morning I completed the Titanfall 2 campaign. Oh, nice. Uh, which is, I think it's about four, four or five hours. Um, it's quite nice, actually. Like it, It's not like... I'm trying to think of an example of a game, but a game that has a, a campaign, in air quotes, as a tutorial for the multiplayer, so... Um, most sure. Call of Duties these days would, yeah, uh, pre- would kind of count Yeah, that. I mean, it was, it's, you know, the level design's actually pretty good. And, like, not, you know, the writing's nothing to write home about or necessarily be proud of. It's very, very cliched, but <laughs> it, it was nice, you know. There's, you cool. start to feel somewhat of a connection to the, not necessarily to the main character, because he is, he delivers all of his lines with, uh, it, the true trouble is, I like Matt Mercer as a voice actor. I think he's quite good. Yeah. But, Either he didn't know what the situations were when he drove these lines, they're just like just just deliver the line, whatever. <laughs> because it's just like there's no emotion attached to it, no no comedy or like, you know, the the first time he gets hurled by the Titan, by BT, yeah. uh, it's just like cool. It's just like, Well my god, you should <laughs> at least go like a Yeah like, that was awesome or you know, something to Suggests that perhaps it was vaguely terrifying being hurled a good hundred yards by a robot, and I think it's—I don't necessarily think it's a problem with his delivery so much as just he didn't realise what yeah. that was attached to. You know, see when um, you just said that, it reminded me of the. Did you ever watch the A Team film they did a few years ago with Bradley Cooper and? Yeah, of course. Did. <laughs> yeah, the um, that was I, for some reason I really really enjoyed that, and I think it's because they. It wasn't bad. Like that's they, the thing. Like yeah, everyone was like, it, "Oh my it, god, it's gonna be terrible." It's like, no, it's all right. It's like, surprisingly good because um, you know you go into it with all this baggage of it's oh, it's a seventies, eighties filmic reboot of a TV series. Um, but I think it's the fact that they genuinely seemed like they were having fun. And, and when you were just talking about like the, the Titan flinging them, it just reminded me of um, like uh, you know, the stark contrast of that is the, in the A Team where they're falling from the sky, they, they <laughs> fell out of a train in a tank, yeah, and they're just like. Having to like use the the tank shells to like propel themselves closer to a body of water so they don't die when they hit the ground. Yep. <laughs> and they genuinely, aside from um, Mr. T, uh, not Mr. T, who is it? Whoever it was who was playing uh, yes, the Arrakis uh, wrestler man. Yeah. Um, like aside from him, you know, his fear of flying. Uh, they the rest of them seem to be genuinely like thinking this was the coolest thing ever. And you know, <laughs> when you're up. <laughs> plummeting from a plane in a tank. You know, it, you know, it might be kind yeah, of fun. Some, some, some kind of well, even if you're just laughing at the sheer the, the you know, craziness, ab- of absurdity it. of it all. 
Um, so yeah, that was, but no, the uh, the actual level design is well thought out. There's a lot of nice sections of platforming. They make you feel really powerful in the last uh, the last level when you have to get through something quickly. Because, oh, that's good. Well, you know, like it's there are several kind of trophies or achievements for them where kill X people while wall running, kill X people while sliding. And you're like, yeah. how the fuck am I meant to do it? No, it's cool um, because <laughs> they they yeah they kind of sort it out at the end, which is really nice. And it's a long long section of sort of. The majority of the campaign is you trudging around, just you and your your Titan, and that's just yeah. it. And then in the last few sections, you're like, oh hey, this is what an actual war with Titans is like. It's like, oh cool, right? There's like a hundred <laughs> of us. Nice. Uh, so my my spoilers, fucking get over it. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> Titanfall, um, and then I played a bit of the multiplayer, and I'm still rubbish. Me and you played that yesterday. Yes, had a go. Um, I'm I'm abysmally bad, and I am um, subpar. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm not really a shooty McShooter. I'm, but you know, I've got myself a shotgun now, and I've got some, you know, the right kit for it. And I'm learning slowly to um, swing through windows and things with a grappling hook. And you know, it's it's getting there. It's getting there. Just uh, yeah, it was it was taking fun. more I, time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed what we played of the multiplayer, except for the um, the Coliseum mode, the the one on one thing. I think that was just a bit. Uh, it's just kind of tacked on. I don't know because you know. I think if you win it, you get a. I mean, you won it. So did you get anything particularly? I think special? I got like like five credits and maybe I don't know. I can't remember what the unlocks were for it, but it wasn't anything spectacular. But no, I think I think like, it's the fact that you're against each other with the same kind of the same weapon in a blank circular plane. Yeah, it's still flat. Yeah, I think if you had different weapons or the weapons were randomized or just something to make it slightly more interesting than the fact we were kind of strafe jumping in circles around each other <laughs> firing these you know electric grenades yeah <laughs> i think it would have been better if there had been some cover or like you know yeah. you're in the you're in just a massive hall and there's no way out and there are flat walls and everything but i mean you essentially with that lose the wall running mechanics and the Titan mechanic, the two things that make Titanfall, <laughs> a, you know, a good game. Really. Yeah, I mean, you uh, you likened it at the time, and I thought it was good to the uh, the last level of was it Splinter Cell Conviction? I think so. Where you one of you plays it's for the multiplayer. So one of you plays an American agent, one of you plays a Russian agent, and you hate each other to begin with. And you kind of learn to get along in the <laughs> traditional more manly shooty game, and then at the end, it's like, oh hey, you've got orders to kill the other agent. To me and you were playing in multiplayer, and, yeah. Um, you, clearly, your mindset is not akin to mine. Because... Well, I was, you know, I was stealthing around trying to find you and take you out. Because it, yeah, it's um, for anyone who didn't play. It's, I think the last level is in. Um, it's in a plane like in the, car, the cargo hall of a plane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a couple of levels and lots of crates and stuff around. And I was trying to stealth around, and, and then you know, I finally saw you, and I tried, you know shooting at you because I thought oh my god but you just ran at me <laughs> and then <laughs> ran at me and just then broke my neck <laughs> just, it was quite funny just, just, I can't remember the particular words used but the noise you made was like oh shit <laughs> it's like, you, didn't know, you don't expect just a madman running it's like if he gets if he shoots me he's a, I know he's a better shot than me so if I just run at him but it's what we've been doing the entire game you've been picking them off and I've been moving around yeah. in the area behind behind enemy lines so to speak just Breaking necks and taking names after a broken <laughs> necks. I assume they had an ID card, I don't know. Yeah, probably uh, the dog tags. Oh, yeah, the, the military's ID cards. Um, mm. <laughs> name tag, military name tags, dog tags. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, Titanfall, it's, it's pretty good. I, I, I like the original Titanfall when we played it at 
the Eurogamer Expo all those ages ago. And yeah. it's nice. Um, it's still it's more of a fun game. Like I, it's I couldn't play it. Cause I didn't have an Xbox One, but you know it, it clearly suffered some just from being a multiplayer, uh, you know, mainly online multiplayer game. And I don't know how sales were for it, but I don't think it did too. I mean, I I bought it on 360 because I can't remember why, but I suddenly, all of a sudden had a real urge to play it, and I knew I wouldn't be getting an Xbox One anytime soon, so I picked it up on 360. And it was... I played it for about a weekend. I did the quote-unquote campaign where you kind of play the, the maps back-to-back and have the, the story. But then it did... Um, because obviously it didn't have a story mode, it fed you the story in... like You'd get like five minutes of just like these people talking to each other going, this person's bad, we need to extract this guy, this is what's going on. But it's like, yeah, but I'm getting my ass handed to me and I need to concentrate on the actual multiplayer bit. So the story just didn't work, and it was a real shame. And it was good though; like I, I enjoyed what I played, but it bought it for me. It burned out really quickly, and yeah, I think it was roughly about the same time I was playing Destiny as well. Just starting to get into Destiny, and that kind of had that more kind of long tail. Here's all the stuff that I kind of need to do, kind of the, the RPG checkbox kind of stuff to it. Whereas yeah, with Titanfall, it was kind of like a one and done kind of game like I've, I burned through the, the maps and it was kind of yeah that was fun and then obviously <laughs> the fact that the, not only the fact I was on you know it's an exclusive game but the fact I was on the 360 the old version of the game as well oh, God. like there was just no one around I think I went on again a little later like a month or so later and there's just no one playing it so it's just the fact there was nothing else to it but I mean I played the first um, the first level of the uh, of Titanfall 2 as well I got to say I enjoyed kind of Reloading the mechanics and getting the hang of the mobility, but I'm looking forward to you know actually diving into a bit more. And I did enjoy the multiplayer and, and playing with you is always fun. Yeah, it's just because you're hearing me dial off, just swearing every ten minutes. <laughs> uh, no, it was it's good. It's 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 fine. It's a very competent game. Yeah, it's uh, and I don't know whether I'll play it for a long time. Uh, I hope hope against hope that they do more stuff with the multiplayer because it's it's okay at the minute. But you know, you could do with some more, more modes rather than just the traditional capture the flag, team deathmatch kind of thing, uh, regular deathmatch, and then a bounty hunter, which is actually interesting. They have said that uh, every all their updates, all the new modes and maps are going to be free, though. So, yeah. don't know how many of them there'll be, but they definitely have like that intent to add more content to the game. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So. Yeah, that's that's what I've been playing, and then I've I've taken a break from World of Warcraft. Would you believe it? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I kind of i I got past all the Legion story content, and but 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 uh, it was fine. <laughs> um, I just kind of again, I was on my own. I was getting bored. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then a friend of mine just said, oh, by the way, I'm looking to play an MMO. What do people recommend? And he decided on a. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, a uh, Realm oh, yeah. Reborn, and it's it's quite good. Yeah, it, yeah, I quite like it. It's um, what about it makes it quite good? I, you know, it's it's hard to say. Like I'm a, I'm a sucker for MMOs anyway. Really, it's not like it's something I can resist easily. But it's yeah. first of all the, the the free trial is pretty good. They they so you start off, you pick a. A race, design your character, and there are quite a few like design options for it. It's very impressive, actually. Oh yeah. And um, uh, pick a job, and then you go and do your job stuff, and it's actually fairly 
compelling story straight away. Like it launches you into it. So, for example, my one was, oh, hey, you've turned up in this uh, city of Linsa Lamensa, and it's Port City, and there are pirates everywhere. But people are going missing, so, pff, I don't know, maybe sort that out. <laughs> and then, it's like, if they just like, so, oh, I'm so fucking tired of adventurers. Yeah, just, just do it if you want. Well, they, they kind of make a big deal about you being an adventurer. Like, you turn up, like, oh, it's another adventurer, fucking hell, like... Pff. You're gonna you're gonna rob the city. Are you gonna be a problem? You're gonna be a hassle for me because I've already got hassles. Yeah, for this, you know whoever's stealing people, <laughs> stealing people, kidnapping people. <laughs> Technically, it's a theft. Um, but yeah, and you know you kind of go and it's like, oh hey, do this, and why you why you get used to the city? Go and talk to this guy. This will talk to teach you about how to buy things. But maybe you don't have to buy things because they might rip you off. Which is a very interesting way of selling it. It's like, yeah, in a lot of MMOs, it's not a case. It's like, oh, you don't really buy anything except for reagents from shops because they don't. You can make better stuff. You can find better stuff. In this one, it's sort of like, well, you could do, but you'll probably find this stuff later on anyway. And you know, I found some bronze leggings, and I could have bought them, you know, two levels earlier if I had seven hundred guild to spare, <laughs> but I didn't. So when I found them, it's like, okay, cool. This will keep me going. So it's kind of a hey, they're really going to overcharge you for this shit. <laughs> some, some farmer, after you've, you know, killed five onion men, will give you a pair of bronze trousers just free of charge. <laughs> Number of bronze trousers I've got for killing onion men. It's just innumerable by now. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm inundated with bronze sabatons. Um, uh, but, no, it was. It's it's good. And one of the things I do like is that once you reach your... once you complete your class's story, so there's a story for your class and there's a story for introductory area the story for this whole world and the events going on and it's like oh hey do you do you like your job do you like being a marauder a big guy with an axe no cool go and do any other class it's like just go go and talk to that guild and they'll say okay here you go have a dagger as soon as you equip the dagger you now become a rogue oh really yeah so you're a level one rogue but the best thing is, is that say you've got to level 30 in your primary class if you want to go back and do, <coughs> sorry, <laughs> if you want to go back and do uh, a rogue or an arcanist or something like that, you start at level one. But there is a bonus given to XP that tracks with the disparity between your primary highest level class and the class you're leveling. Oh, really? So you get like plus two hundred percent XP. So you can get up there quicker, which means you experience the class stuff quicker. So because you've learned everything, so it means you can play one character with multiple jobs and just go from there. It's a really interesting way of doing things. So are all the different classes based on the different weapons you equip then? Yeah, pretty so much. Like if, you, like if you have like your greatsword, then you're this guy. If you have your dagger, you're a sneaky guy. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, so you... you as a, So it's like, as a marauder, for example, which would I play, big guy with an axe, like, you can equip axes, but not a lot else. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do like a gladiator... You can just equip a sword, sword and shield. Cool. How about a bow? Well, then you're an archer, and you level that up separately. You get all the different skills, and you can cross class as well. So you can take skills from one class and attach them to the class you're leveling up. So currently, I'm leveling a rogue with some marauder stuff, so I can stack bleeds on them while I'm dancing around and stabbing them in the back. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a it's That's an interesting wonderful. yeah, it's an it's a cool, pretty cool system and. Graphically, it's a very different look. It's nice, though. It's very JRPG, because it's Final Fantasy. Um, yeah. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. For someone like myself, who's never played a Final Fantasy game, except for Crystal Chronicles on the GameCube for, like, an hour. Yeah. 
Is it something you think that a non-Final Fantasy person could get into? Or is well, it's, it... it's not like... The, the trouble is, with Final Fantasy, like, standalone games, they're very, very long. They take a bit of time to get going. And da, 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 da. But this is still an MMO, so you're still walking around. It's like, oh, hey, you're an adventurer with these other adventurers. Let's go uh, Let's go do some cool shit. <laughs> and then you find yourself at the centre of this story. Yeah. Where you are trying to save the world, essentially. And it kind of just... Takes. I mean, I can. I can spoil a little bit for you if you want. So no, I, I'm. I'm happy to have bits of it spoiled. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's. Um, yeah. It, it's not. It's not like a traditional singular group of people heroes Final Fantasy because it's just you and you're yeah. walking around. It's like, oh hey, you go and talk to the rulers of this place because you've been chosen. You know, your your deeds between levels one and twenty caught the attention of Admiral So and So. And she is like, okay, I need a letter delivering. I can't really trust anybody else at the moment. This is a pretty crucial piece of stuff. So go and talk to the other rulers of the other nations and get to know them. I'm like, oh, cool, well, you can do this, you can do this. And these, this feeds into the grander story of, oh, hey, these pirates have aligned themselves with a monster race. They're just kicking shit off, and we need to band together to try and, you know, <laughs> stop everything terrible happening. Um, and, yeah, I haven't played, like, tons of story because it goes up to level... 60 I think in the base game and then Heavensward expansion's already out uh, so that's another like 40 hours of story on top of it so it's wow. and supposedly a very 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 well written story as well so I just need to get to that point so <laughs> you know but uh, but yeah so, yeah I'm curious I mean after uh, well it's free it's free to play the first yeah. 20 levels just and you don't even have to pay for the game you can just download the game as a free to play thing and do the first 20 levels for free and I can just meet up with you and go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because I've um, been looking into um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online recently as well. Just because they've had the, uh, the one Tamriel update. Mm. Which now means that you can pretty much go anywhere and do anything and everything scales to your level. rather than. And they also got rid of the... Because um, originally there were three factions. Because you, know, you have to have factions in these kind of games. And it's, certain classes were could only go into certain factions. And now you can just do any... Any cla- any character race and any class in any faction and go anywhere and do anything and apparently sounds a lot better than it used to be so I'm kind of tempted to give that a look in at some point. But yeah, I've tried. I could I suppose I could re-download it actually. I haven't really uh I haven't played since it first came out and I was woefully underimpressed by it. <laughs> apparently uh, it's significantly better. Um, well, they had to do now. something because it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, that looks good. But in a, uh, a beautiful segue, I've been playing Skyrim recently, this last week. Uh, have you downloaded the the new collector's HD pack edition thingy? Special edition, as, as this one is called. Yes. Um, although I'm yet to see what is so special about it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to put it quite bluntly. it's It was more kind of so I could play the DLC and stuff like that, but I never really... Oh, did you not play the DLC originally? No, I've not played any of the, uh, any of the three packs that came out, and I... Nah, I never really got past, I guess, what would be classed as Act 1 of the story. Um, huh. I played through 20 hours, roughly, of the game twice, and kind of maxed out all the quests in Whiterun both times, and that was kind of all I ever played of Skyrim. Which is disappointing, because I, I always wanted to play more of it, but for some reason, I, I don't know if there were other games coming out at the time, or other commitments that were happening, but yeah, I just never really got around to it, and the, the second time I played it I, I kind of re-rolled and started again 
yeah. and this time was it was when they added uh, voice functionality for the the Connect because um, I was playing on 360. <laughs> so you're just um, screaming for Srodar. <laughs> well, no, because there was a, a really frustrating thing that they didn't tell you in the game. So in um, so R1 or RB uh, is your shout normally, but then with um, Connect that it changes it so you it's primarily done by your voice and if I can't remember what they did to, to, to R1 but you couldn't really use that for shouting but I think it was you had to like do something and hold R1 to do your shout so for the like my entire connect playthrough of Skyrim <laughs> I didn't think I could shout with the controller so that I just ended up not using any of my dragon shouts because I was like I'm not going to shout Fusro Dar at my TV that's ridiculous <laughs> Yeah, that's why um, I didn't do it on the, on the using Connect. <laughs> but I was primarily using it for um, the equipping uh, items because I thought that was a really cool kind of way to do things and kind of opening maps and stuff like that. But the main problem I had was I was playing kind of like a rangery type class that kind of playthrough. So I had my like main two weapons that I'd be going for is my sword and my shield and then my bow. Yeah. But it would, it would usually recognize equip sword, uh, or you had to say like equip sword right hand, and then equip shield left hand. Uh, and I remember the, the 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 voice command tree being ridiculous for some of the things you needed to to activate. <laughs> I wish I could remember more off the top of my head. But I remember, and this is what drove me crazy, and because it was obviously counter to how I wanted to actually play the fucking game, was that every time I said equip bow. Nothing. The just game would do nothing. Really? And I'd, I'd, I'd say, like, equip bow. Equip bow. Equip bow. Nothing. <laughs> and it got to the point where I was trying to, I had to say, like, equibo. And occasionally, like, 25% of the time, that would work. So, not, <laughs> so I'm having to shout equibo at my TV. <laughs> to try To try and draw my bow. All this time thinking, I wish I just put it on... I, I get, this was also before I realised... Because there's a lot of things Skyrim is not good at teaching you. This is before I realised you could actually have stuff on left and right on the D-pad as your your actual quick select items. Mm. So had I have known that as well, I'd have just completely thrown the voice command, you know, throw my connect out of the window because it was such a fucking pain. Um, but yeah, that's that's such a. It's so nice just to be able to kind of have my bow on right on the D-pad. I can just draw my bow whenever I want. But yeah, just shouting a quibbo at the TV is not not a fantastic way to play a game. But the special editions, it's nice. They've um, now that I'm playing it, I can see why that they focused only on the environments in the trailer for it because the characters still look like shit. <laughs> um, just oh, what the, an Elder Scrolls game where the characters look bad. I know. No, well, just a Bethesda game. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the character models are still you know as old Don't, as yeah. they looked previously, and now look worse because you know technology's come on a bit more. But they. Even like the walking animations almost feel like Jerry Anderson puppet esque. They're just kind of their their feet are like flopping around and making contact with the ground in weird. The, the 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 legs don't quite animate properly, and so the way they walk looks a bit odd. They take like really big strides at times. Yeah, uh, yeah, and the faces look weird. It just yeah, all the character models just still don't look good. So they it doesn't look like they've really thrown much into improving that, but. It, like when you're just out in the world and just wandering around and there's no one around, it looks really good. <laughs> um, so that I mean that that is nice and it's it's nice to kind of 
I think it's a game I needed to play right now because I just I think I played like six hours straight yesterday and all of a sudden it's like what time is it oh okay I've been playing this for a while <laughs> it's just that kind day. of yeah it's that kind of nice it's obviously the same with Fallout as well it's just that nice kind of right here's the list of things that I have to do in my head I'm going to go off and do them now and then on route it's like like I was going to come off last night, and I thought, okay, I'll just I'll just go to um, to to Iverstead, and then I'm kind of primed to to go up to High Hrothgar and, and kind of learn more about <laughs> shouting Walk all the way up there, all the way up there. Um, and then it's like I got to to Iverstead, and they're like, oh yeah, we've got a haunted barrow next to our village. Should probably check that out. I'm like, you know what? I'll give that a quick look before I come off, and then you know that's like an hour long quest because you have to. Uh, you know, sort that out, and then you go back, and they give you a dragon claw that you can then open up more of the barrow and explore more. And yeah, it's just it's it, it's not not exactly brainless, but it's just kind of satisfying. You don't really have to think too much. You kind of it's very very traditional high fantasy RPG. Like it's very much like go here, do a thing, go along. Yeah, and. And yeah, you know, I like the fact that there are lots of yeah, yeah. I like the fact that there are lots of nice contained, contained quests. It's like, oh, cool, you've done the barrow. Well, you're kind of done here. You don't really have to come back. It's like, cool. I'll just cross that off the old list of room. <laughs> it is nice actually how it does say it, it marks things that you've finished cleared on the map as well. Yeah. So you kind of know that because a lot of times with RPGs, I try and like when I discover something, I go there and I try and kind of do it straight away. But more and more, there were kind of it was kind of breaking future quests, so I kind of got into the habit of kind of if I discovered something, I'd leave it for a while and see if a quest arose around it. Yeah. Especially with um, after playing The Witcher as well, there was the number of times where you'd end up like on the trail of a quest, but you hadn't kind of started it officially through like the notice board or talking to the right person. And it's nice in a way that you can kind of pick up a quest, you know, as Geralt might in the world, and just kind of go, Ooh, "What's the bloodstain?" And then you know, you know, thirty minutes later, you're slaying a massive. No Cyclops or something. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's nice to kind of... Uh, I, I don't know, feel more satisfying if I can, you know, talk to the person. and well, Actually, especially with The Witcher, when you'd want to try and agree a better pay for the job you were doing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's nice to kind of do that. And it's, it's just nice kind of wandering around Skyrim again. And yeah, I can see myself sinking a lot more time into this. It's just... I, 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 I really want to just kind of play through it fully now <laughs> yeah uh, and now I've got all the DLC as well it's uh, it's it's good and yeah it's I don't know it's it's just nice to be back in a way kind of I'm still doing all that familiar stuff but there's the smatterings of the DLC that's coming through at the moment so I got back from learning how to shout at old men on a mountain <laughs> um and then I was approached by some dudes in some freaky looking masks labeled cultist and they were like you're a dragonborn I was like that's what the guys on the mountain said. <laughs> I guess so. And they're like, oh, so the lies have infiltrated the minds of men. You must die because some guy with a fantasy name has told us to come and kill you. I'm like, oh, cool. All right, we're going to have a fight now. Oh, it's the, um, the lead into the Dragonborn that, DLC, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the only reason I know that is the quest is labeled Dragonborn. <laughs> so that's what I figured. Oh. But it's there's still so many irritating things about Skyrim that just... From a gameplay point of view, I wish they'd fix stuff like when I'm fi- like because I fast travelled down to Iverstead because I thought I can't be asked to do the walk back down, and the cultists approach me in the middle of the town. Yeah, and then the fight ensues, and because there's a fight in a town, the Iverstead guards show up, 
And I'm, you know, it's not exactly elegant lock-on system they have. You kind of swing your weapon wildly and hope you make contact. Uh, and obviously, I end up like clipping a few guards as I'm as as the fray ensues. And then the, the cultist goes down, and then the guards just like turn on me. It's like we were like you came into my fight. Get pissed off that I hit you a little bit, and yep. now you suddenly want to kill me. It's just frustrating. So I had to like. When I reloaded, I, I kind of warped to the the aforementioned haunted barrow, and just uh, watched the uh, the AI for the cultist go. Oh, he's appeared somewhere else, and they just kind of walked <laughs> over to me. I thought, right now we have a safe space to actually fight. <laughs> uh, so I could do it without interference from the. I mean, because I, I tried having um, Lydia as my com- companion again, and they still hadn't fixed the the so just the, the dumb things like I'd walk into this kind of cage to pick up like a healing potion that was in the corner. I turn around and Lydia is standing in the doorway and I can't get out of the fucking cage. Yep. Uh, and then also things like sneaking through an area and then you'd see like a bandit in the distance and then Lydia would go, I know what I'm going to do. And she'd sprint off and try and kill them. It's like, no, 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 no. We are sneaking for a reason. We're trying to take them out one by one with my bow and arrow. Just fuck off. So I said, I sent her away like within like half an hour of her accompanying me. Cause I, so I was trying to make enough money to buy the house in Whiterun, and I thought, oh, she's a good kind of mule to kind of store, you know, all the heavy things. But yeah. just the, the the stupidity of her character, and the fact she gets in the way, and even at one point there was like this, we kind of came across an orc in the middle of the road saying he wants an honourable death. And I was like, yeah, I'll give you that if you want. And as I'm attacking him, I'm using my, like, my flames and my axe, and obviously Lydia's standing right next to him and Lydia takes a brunt of damage and she goes hey I'm on your side it's like, fuck off okay <laughs> like I know you're trying to I'm help not you. good with an axe alright <laughs> it's fine <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> and the other thing that really annoys me as well is the um, I went into someone's house at like what 8 o'clock 9 it was fine like the door wasn't labelled like I was lockpicking or trespassing I was in the house to talk to a guy about a quest and as I entered, the clock must have just ticked over to trespassing time. So as I'm talking to this guy handing a quest in, his wife and son are both going, you have to leave. You have to leave now. You have to leave. <laughs> just on loop every, like, ten seconds. It's like, I'm having a conversation. <laughs> Come on, please. I'm talking to this guy about a quest. I'm, it was, I'm fine. And then I left the house. And then for about... 45 minutes wandering around White Run, kind of meeting everyone and doing all the little errands. Every time I pass the guard, they would go, Hey, I know you. And I'd be like, Have they just like taken out diet? Is this like a replacement for like, I took an arrow to the knee? Because this is all they're saying. Or, well, Hey, I know you. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay. And then as I, um, you I did the- the, like, I know you. It's like, Cool. I just keep I just walking. Walk off, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, quite a celebrity around here, if you don't know. I'm a Everyone dragon knows me. Um, but then I went to do the, the bit of the quest where the, you kill the first dragon. And as we got to the ruined yeah. watchtower, there was like a guard kind of all squatted and, and kind of looking scared. I thought, because I, I can't, couldn't remember the quest well. I was like, oh, do I have to talk to him before the dragon comes? Yeah. As I'm talking to him, he's like, I walk up to him, he's like, hey, I know you. And I speak to him. And then like, it's got the, the, the text for the fact that I had like a five septum bounty on my head for this fucking trespassing that I did in this house when I was trying to turn in a fucking quest from the woman in the sun it's just like what? Like, do, so, you, I, do you accept gems? 
So, luckily, one of the dialogue options was, I don't really have time for this now, because as I was speaking to him, the dragon swooped down. <laughs> and then the dragon landed, I think, the dragon killed him in the process, and I kind of thought, ooh, I've got a scot-free here. But it was just, it was ridiculous. Oh, just, yeah, it's little things like that, where it's just like, I'm not trespassing, fuck off, okay? Just because I happen to be in your house, you know, legally... <laughs> At this time, and then I stayed a little too late. It's Legally not trespassing. To begin okay. with. Yeah. Because I remember there was, um, that was the one thing that really fucked up. I think that's, I can't remember exactly what the result was, but in Oblivion, that was what really fucked me in the ass. <laughs> because I had to, <laughs> put it, to put it politely, because there was, um, when I played Oblivion, I, I ended up on this like 10 hour excursion because it, I slept in a bed and I got bitten by a vampire and I became a vampire. And then I thought, I'm going to play this as a nice guy, so I wasn't drinking blood, which made me look more and more vampiric. <laughs> and then I had to talk to a guy in order to get something key in order to cure my vampirism. But he, he wouldn't talk to me because I looked too much like a vampire. So I, w- I waited till he fell asleep, drank his blood, looked human again, <laughs> spoke to him when he woke up, which I thought was the, you know, the ultimate insult for someone who's too scared to talk to someone who looked like a vampire. I'm going to feast on you while you sleep. Um, and then I got all my stuff and went to this this woman who was going to like mix me the potion. But I think what happened was I fast traveled to her, mm. and I'd, again I'd not consumed blood in a while. Fast traveled to her, and it was like midday, so I was immediately taking tons of damage from the sun. Went into her house thinking I need to to get out of the sun, but it counted as trespassing for some reason. <laughs> so she immediately turned hostile, and I had to kill her. Like, Which means you're a permanent vampire. <laughs> yeah. As I like, recall. Yeah, it's like, well, this is this is how I live now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just such a... It just Yeah, the stupid systems in that game sometimes really work against you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's the... I think it's the same, uh, just the world over, really, with these type of games. Yeah. That's, I think that's the kind of... The, 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 the beauty and the curse of uh, Bethesda games is that you... Uh, they give you these huge worlds to mess around in, but there's just they overlook such <laughs> important little details huge, like that. Poorly and developed world. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm probably going to sink a lot more time into Skyrim. I've decided this time to play it as a, an axe wielding Viking, so that's that's fun. Getting to experience. I, you all see, that. I, I've tried to do that, but in the end, I always go back to sneaky bowman, so or bow woman, depending on what I'm feeling like at the time. Yeah. Well, I still um, have my trusty Quibbo to uh, to use uh, as and when I need it. But this time I don't have to shout that at my TV. I just press left on the D-pad. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Um, I'm glad you're, glad you're getting on with it. Yeah, other than that, um, I think the only other thing I've been doing recently is um, Netflix very kindly emailed me to say that I might enjoy watching Rick and Morty and they just put it on Netflix. So I kind of... <laughs> Watched the first series of that relatively quickly. They've just put series two on there, but I've not started it yet. Oh but, yeah. Um, I don't know if I will. Is is kind of the problem? Is I, I said this to you a week or two ago. Is that I found it was fine. I just didn't find it funny, and that's kind of a problem if you're watching a comedy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can. I can empathise with that. So <laughs> I I find it relatively funny. I think it's it's quite amusing, but. By the same merit, it's it's frustratingly. I don't know. Like, there's something about cartoons that I just don't. I think I will struggle to find them funny, as funny as sort of live stuff. And I don't know why that is. 
but that's just the feeling I'm getting from this and from uh, Adventure Time and from you know yeah. all of that adult swim stuff. I just don't find amusing. But it's but, weird. Cause, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm quite into my kind of. If you call it adult cartoons, it does sound a bit wrong. Um, but stuff like yeah, Archer. We all know you're into hentai, mate. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Shit, my secret, my secret's out. My secret shame. Uh, my secret shame. Um, but no, like, I love like Archer, and I've been, you know, I'm, I recently got into Bob's. Well, I say recently, it's like around March, got into Bob's Burgers, and I've been really, really enjoying watching that. And yeah, I, you know, I laugh a lot at those shows. I think they're really funny. And it, <laughs> you know, I am a, you know, since starting watching Archer years and years ago, do love. H. John Benjamin's voice. Yes. Um, <laughs> so well, there is Do- that. Doctor Spachemin. Is that him? No, they. Um, oh, who's, oh no, he plays. They, uh, that's Chris Parnell. Doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, he... no, to be honest, he's in he's in Archer as well. So yeah, that's what I mean. I got I yeah. got mixed up between. Um, actually, Chris Parnell's in a lot of cartoons I watch these days. <laughs> he's in, he's just in tons of shit. Like yeah, he's in Rick and Morty as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's the, he's the dad. Jeez. Oh, I think he's. I think I don't know. The problem I had with Rick and Morty is. I th- the first episode is not very good. He, I found Rick just the whole kind of yeah, he's a drunken scientist thing, but the fact he just kind of belched every other word, I just didn't like that. And <laughs> and I ended up finding the title sequence the funniest thing about the first episode because <laughs> they just kind of had all these weird scenarios like um, uh, Rick's dad is do um, sorry uh, Morty's dad is doing homework with him and then his face falls off and he turns out to be a robot <laughs> and the um, still the random things in the title sequence are really good and I know like, most of them were taken from episodes but the actual <laughs> episodes themselves I just didn't find I mean I love the concept and I like the whole kind of all the weird stuff that happens like the one um, I think yeah like the one with the me-seeks where uh, they can't help Jerry get better at golf and yeah. the um, again, I, I love like some of the concepts to the episodes uh, and like the the last episode is all about this kind of quintessential kind of teen house party, but you know taken up to eleven because of you know crazy interdimensional travel. Yeah, uh, and it's it's yeah genuinely good, but just the I don't know I don't know if it's the the there aren't really that many jokes in the show or the jokes that they do have just I don't seem to land for me for some reason. But I might I might try series two and see if he gets better. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I wanted to like it because all my friends do. Yeah. And it's the more I watch it, it's more like it could be good. Because like you, I'm, I'm a fan of Archer. I suppose that's the one, quote unquote, adult cartoon. But there's, <laughs> there's something about that that is, I don't know what about it. It's like really funny. It just, it just makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think because it's, it just embraces how stupid it is at times. And yeah. I think it's yeah. It's because. Like every no, I was gonna say everyone's kind of a straight person except Archer, but they're all ridiculous. But I guess they didn't start that way. Everyone kind of got crazier and crazier, but it didn't ruin the show in the same way that, um, like with The Simpsons, how he kind of got crazier and crazier, and the characters got crazier and crazier, and he started to think, "Well, this is rubbish now." But I guess yeah. Archer didn't really start off being kind of. I was actually thinking about this the other day. The Simpsons actually started off with this really weird sense of normality to it. Well, not weird sense, but like everything was kind of like. It was quite a weird sense of normality well, to it. Well, still, it's like the kind of the first episode is kind of like uh, if if uh, yes, yeah, The Simpsons roasting on an open fire was like the first official episode. And it's about them not having any money at Christmas and adopting a greyhound, and then you kind of 
you know, warp forward 26 years and they're doing like weird shit with Lego and I guess trying to stay relevant. But they have, you know, I think if you compare it to something like South Park, the first episode's all about anal probing and alien abductions. And as much as I hate Family Guy, one of the few episodes I've seen is the first episode and Peter becomes the Grim Reaper for a week. And both those series set it up to say, this is what our show is going to be. It's going to be, you know, kind of a family or kind of a a group of friends, but it's going to be crazy. Whereas The Simpsons was kind of normal. And even even on some of like the crazier early episodes, like Bart Gets an Elephant, or even even the second episode, Bart the Daredevil, I think the second episode, Bart the Daredevil, where he's kind of, he's going to jump over a gorge. It still feels kind of normal in a way. And even in like Bart Gets an Elephant, which is kind of one of the weirder early ones, yeah. it's it's still a normal-ish thing. It's like the call-in, the radio, uh, the disc jockeys are like, yeah, okay, yeah, if you win, you can have an elephant. And then he's like, all right, where's my elephant? And then they have to give him one. Um... <laughs> Although the the elephant saving them from a tar pit at the end of the episode is a bit weird, uh, but no, it's still it's still good though. But yeah, the, even though Rick and Morty started off with, I don't know, again the first episode was really slow, and you can't you know super judge everything on its first episodes because you know stuff gets better, and the first episode is kind of like them trying to set themselves up for for what's going to happen. But yeah, yeah, but I don't still. know. I just didn't feel. Yeah, no, I get you. No, I get nothing, you. Nothing's really made me laugh out loud with the show, whereas um, I've just started watching BoJack Horseman uh, after many, many recommendations from, from people. And while the first episode wasn't fantastic, I still found it amusing. And then in the subsequent episodes, there's been stuff that actually makes me really laugh. And they kind of they set up and deliver the jokes really well, whereas I don't think you get that much in, in Rick and Morty. I think they try and... Most of the jokes just come from just a quick crazy thing that happens yeah there's no kind of no setup for the joke really but yeah I might give the second series a try but it's just it's weird because it felt like something I should really like and I, I liked most of what Dan Harmon did with Community um, yeah up until you know <laughs> midway through series yeah, three pretty much <laughs> like where everyone says it gets a bit shonky yeah well the, the problem with um with community was to start changing the subject again is that they um they kind of said oh yeah we're going to do fewer concept episodes um because you know they they did some really good ones to start with they had kind of the uh kind of the mafia one with the the chicken fingers and they had the uh, the paintball one in series one then they did their amazing uh, apollo 13 one and uh the halloween one in series two and then they just started doing more and more and then every episode became a concept one and then they started repeating stuff like they did you know, another Dungeons and Dragons episode because they'd already done one, and hey, let's do another one, and they had to keep doing fucking paintball every year as well, and just oh. well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I think it's it's worth trying to watch it. But I get what you mean about Adventure Time; it just feels weird for the sake of weird. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of anything else I want to say about it, and I <laughs> I really can't. I can't think of anything really. Uh, but yeah. Well, I don't really have anything else. To say. <laughs> I haven't really been doing anything else. Yeah, honest. that's about me as well. So I think that's about it for this week. So yeah, if you've uh, enjoyed the podcast, do that whole rate and review thing that everyone makes such a big deal about, uh, or tell a friend. I, feel, I apparently think that one works better. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to get in touch with us you can email us at mostlyplaying at gmail.com or you can contact us through the website you can go to mostlyplaying.com it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter at mostlyplaying um, Steph's on Twitter at House of Moose I'm at Marcus Friend if you want to get it directly uh, I think other than that uh, yeah, thanks for listening everyone bye bye
Do you want to get all the yawning out of the way first? It's not going to work. You're just going to have to edit around it. I'll hope. I'll try not to yawn mid-sentence. I'm not really yawning. Stop! <laughs> oh my god! I caught in a yawn hole. Yawnception. It's yawnception. <laughs> <laughs>